0: Welcome to the About Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Skirtu, and you can find me at www.aboutsexpodcast.com, and you can also find me at www.therapistinsaintlouis.com. I was thinking for introductions. You guys actually... So I have a lot of podcasters here (laughs) with me today, so I figured you guys could actually introduce yourselves and your shows so that I don't... Well, essentially, so I don't fuck it up. (laughs) <laughs> uh, free you right. would you like to start tell us your name and what you do
1: <laughs> all right my, uh, my name is free Burisco. i do uh art uh shows throughout st louis so i host a, a series of art galleries and um also uh gaming events okay and uh what's
0: your podcast oh
1: i don't have a podcast
2: Oh, okay, cool. The engineers on mine.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah.
2: cool, cool, cool. All right. And then Sean, what about you? Uh, my name is Sean. I'm the host of the S dot Experience podcast and the S dot Experience LLC. That's my brand. Um, I'm an event planner. I, I cook. Um, I do art shows as well. I do a lot. I'm like a, a Jane of all trades.
0: Nice. And then what about you, Marcus? We've had Marcus before, oh. by the
3: way. I'm back, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> I am Marcus Onesimus Boston. Welcome to the Mob Podcast Poppy. Uh, I have multiple podcasts. I am a host of Cognac Corner, first and foremost. I am a host of Sue Audience, again. I am a producer of High Off the Glass and of The Round with Cecil W. Adams. And I am a, a black philosopher intellectual, also a podcast monolith and it's a work <laughs> in progress. And my beautiful friends, Free and S. Dot keeps me in check and keeps me well well, focus. Welcome to the mob.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Oh, my God. You're Every time welcome. you're on, you always drive me nuts. All right. Now, before we get into this next conversation, I just want to stop to give us a word from our new sponsors. So I am now working with a really cool company called Let's Get Checked. You can find them at com slash stay kinky. What's really cool about this company actually is that they're doing testosterone testing for men and hormone checks for men and women. A lot of people are struggling with hormonal imbalances and reduced testosterone levels, which really can impact your sex life. And so more and more men and women are trying to test their hormone levels to see how they're doing. One in four men over 30 are actually low in testosterone. Symptoms you might want to look at include fatigue, erectile dysfunction, low sex drive, anxiety, brain fog, even having a hard time making decisions, which is basically most of my client population. (laughs) Just teasing. But I mean, enough of you who come see me are actually really struggling with testosterone levels and your sex drive. So what's cool about this group is you can pick from either a male hormone test kit, a female hormone test kit, or an STD test kit. And what's really cool is they send it right to you in your home. You do what you need to do to take the test. And depending on what test you use, you'll either have to do a blood sample or a blood sample anti urine sample. And then you send it back and everything's completely confidential. And basically, they deliver to your home, they collect your sample, they review your results for you. So depending on what happens with your test, they may provide a prescription In some cases, usually it would only be for something like if they're treating STDs. If you do end up having something longer term like hormone therapy, then you'll likely be referred to a longer term provider. But at least you'll know where you stand. So it's really cool. Your results are available and they'll be reviewed by a physician. And then a nurse will contact you for a consultation over the phone. The Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved. And everything is completely anonymous. So, again, that website is slash stay kinky and use the coupon code stay kinky to get 20% off. So, all right, guys, I mean, let's just get right into it. I, I brought you on because some pretty shitty stuff has happened in our world, and I'm here to talk about racism, systemic racism. I'm here to get your perspectives and, um, Really, to let, uh, to be honest, let y'all lead. So, what's going on? <laughs> go ahead, Marcus. No, uh, I know uh, he's ready to go. My like, just is so go. High. I would like
3: the adults in the room to lead us, and I'll just close it out free. And as that I can share their thoughts first, and I'll just finish
1: out. You want to start, or? Well, I mean, exactly like, you know, as far as like uh, the riots and everything that's happened with uh, George Floyd, pretty much, you know, it's just like, uh, America has been doing the same, you know, like we've been going through the same thing for like 400 years. It's just a matter of, it's just modernized. Mm-hmm. So when you when you look at George Floyd or you look at all the other blacks who've been attacked or been killed in our society, we, you know, the uh, response of that, you know, we, we riot or we protest. And, you know, this riot has uh, surged a lot of... Uh, emotions across the world so you know you've seen riots all the way over to Europe to over to uh, other countries and so you know it's just a, a matter of being fed up and I think that's really just where we're at you know as a as a whole and not just black people but you know you see other ethnicities that's part of that uh protest and it's just that everybody's you know at this point in society, you know, you would think that we'll be a lot further off, further, further ahead. But instead, it's like we're still in the fifties or even further back with the the rhetoric or even the uh, I- ideology of you know uh, racism in America. So it's like this is you know it's beyond unfortunate. But you know things occur when things are not um, taken taken seriously. So it's like if if black lives are um, taken lightly, then, you know, we have to do something, you know, uh, aggressively instead of being um, peaceful, because at first, you know, everything was a peaceful protest, you know, you had uh, Kaepernick, Kaepernick, you know, he was uh, demonstrating his protest through the NFL by taking a knee, and everybody, like, for, like, what was that, the last five years of, you know, giving him slack, he's lost his job, and all these other things, and it's like...
0: That it, was a peaceful protest. Yeah, th- that, was,
1: that was extremely peaceful. And so it's like, if you, you look at that and you, you know, it was like all these stones are being thrown at him, you know, his mm-hmm. way for being peaceful. But then it happens again and happens again. And finally, it, abrupt, it erupts. And then you have this surge of, you know, rage coming through. So it's like you, you get, you know, you get what you deserve at some point. So that's really just where we're at in society.
2: What are your thoughts on it, Sean? Oh, man, my thoughts have been um, all over the place. I've actually kind of reframed from social media mm-hmm. to some capacity and not like engaging a lot with a lot of the dialogue that has been going on surrounding the George Floyd because there is just so much. And I really think that the death of George Floyd is the the straw that broke the camel's back in um, terms of the black community. It's like, you know what, we are fucking over it. So it's like, you know, you have this this group of people who have been, you know, constantly condemned for, like, free sale over 400 years. I mean, you don't think something's going to get burned down. You don't think that people are <laughs> going to fight back. You know, I'm surprised this is all that's being done. I can't believe more people haven't been affected, um, more white people haven't been affected, like, negatively, because the rage, I feel like, is just really starting Um I feel like there could be other ways to handle it, but because of it being the straw that broke the camel's back, I feel like violence and rage and anger has really been what's driving our community and specific, uh, specifically because look what's been done to us. It's it's like really troubling. Um, I really don't even. I I don't even know. I'm at a loss for words, and I'm like kind of speechless in terms of like what's constantly happening to my community. Um, so, yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to break in and
0: explain some of what I see. I'm an observer, and I definitely want to come to you, oh, Marcus. I know you got plenty. Go i know you oh got plenty. Uh, I'll wait. But like when I talk to people <laughs> about this, what I first see is either sometimes anger, but then just shut down. Like you just feel like confusion and then kind of like inside just feeling like, it's like I'm broken. I've done it too many times and I'm overwhelmed, but I I just don't. Or like people who've been systemically broken over time to the point that like, I have a friend who was talking about this last night actually. And she was like, she she said, I don't mean to sound cavalier, but it's like been happening to me my entire life here, you know? So it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been happening. So nothing new here, and she wasn't. She wasn't even explaining to me. Like I'm not trying to be rude here. I'm literally just tired and done
3: with it. What are your thoughts about what's going on, Marcus? I'm a I'm a big uh, history person, so I'll try to remove myself from the current emotions of the now to understand how we got here. And so understanding civilization building, um every empire, America's empire as well, goes through these ebbs and flows of the lower class or ever the hierarchy is set up, they revolt at some point. Mm-hmm. So you have people that were were brought over as a commodity, then they humanize, and the system was not built to um, impl- to support them. Mm-hmm. So you have these underlying conversations and and. Civilizations and life is built upon human beings' interpretation of their value within it. So when you walk, we go from coming to a, a land and say, "I discovered it. I was here before you got here." Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then you find a way. Race only came along as a business model. Mm-hmm. How can I make this money and find free labor to do so? Mm-hmm. We tried. There's servants from Ireland and Europe. They didn't make it. We tried the Indians. They ain't built for it. Africans, oh, they they surviving? <laughs> Buy more of them. So, like, it was an economic system. So, when you understand how Rome fell, how Ottoman Empire fell, how Egypt fell, like, it's, it's, it's ebbs and flows. But when you look at it from a macro as a human situation, it makes more sense. So, you sort of are able to curtail and focus your energy so it doesn't look surprising. So, when I look at it, I say, oh, okay. I see how it works. Like, it was It was business. But now business in your front door. So I'm like, lean into that shit. Cause it, it's not, it's not random. It's not new. If you if you if you know where you've been, you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. And it's the value of education and just spending time understanding and interpreting what you're seeing is easy to p- play in your future. So for me, as I live between two worlds, like I've been not received in my black community as I wanted to, and I ingratiated myself to the white community. Oh, I I oh I get it. Oh, now I understand. So when I I can speak between the two and mm-hmm. get facts and to bridge those gaps. Because, like, for me, I've been, I've been dealing with, like, my white friends checking in on me because I fuck with them the long way, and we had conversations, and I make sure they're okay asking me uncomfortable questions because I'm prepared for them because I spend time mm-hmm. understanding how you got here. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, there's things about the gay community I won't understand because I'm not there. Mm-hmm. But I am comfortable to say, hey, what are y'all going through And ask a question and not be offended? Put your emotions to the side. listen. You either mm-hmm. listen to reply or to understand, and that's the disconnect. You live in scarcity or abundance, so a bunch of macro concepts can be absorbed when you allow to have education to decipher the world. Cause this ain't nothing new. This is not the first time we've gone through this, or civilization going through this revolt over the hierarchy of power. Cause human beings are flawed. So anything mm-hmm. man made is flawed from jump street. So if you don't understand that as a very basic, very basic. Uh, de- uh, denomination, the denomination, the equation of life is very vast. We like to make it simple, one plus, one plus one is two. No, 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 life is very, very vast. I don't like math, but life is math. If you embrace it, you can work way through it. So like, I love, I, love, I it's like almost seeing Rome burn. Oh, it's about time, just call me Hannibal. <laughs> Come over the Alps, uh, hi. Well, and to your
0: point, you know, you're, you're talking about history and education. Well, history's been written by people in power, mm-hmm. right? And so there's a lot of history that hasn't been covered. I was I was just reading some of the dialogue about like, okay, they took the Christopher Columbus statue down in Tower Grove Park. And hearing the different people talk about it, first of all, Columbus kind of was a terrible douchebag. Like, I mean, I don't have to go into all the people. He was the right history. person at the
3: wrong time. Like his 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 opportunity to have the money to sell came mm-hmm. from the occupation of Spain after the Moorish occupation. Of Muslims and mm-hmm. Biebers from North Africa they owned they rent ran, they ran Spain for seven hundred years from seven ten or fourteen two that was a crusade mm-hmm. from the Catholic Church because they couldn't win in Jerusalem they turned to Spain
0: mm-hmm. and now
3: you have the funds to fund expeditions mm-hmm. for Christopher Columbus because Christopher was a fucking nobody but it, they found value in his his uh his in- intuition to do shit mm-hmm so understanding the bigger picture of like how he fits into the civilization pattern, like oh he's a nobody that was at right place, right time.
0: Exactly, and as a result of the things that he did, he he basically squashed the history of the Native Americans before him by taking over and claiming this is ours, you know. And and throughout history, I think what's happened, and I'm curious what you guys think on this. Um, like we've essentially erased history. We've essentially taken, I've been watching a lot of your posts by the way on Facebook. Cause I'm like, I want to see this. I want to see the history that I haven't seen because there's a lot of history that's not, that's not shared because history is written by people in power. Um,
3: and
1: it's a business.
0: What are your thoughts on... Because, I mean, we're all over, so well, I'm curious well, where you guys want to go. When you, when you go? talk
1: about history, you talk about Christopher Columbus, like, uh, you know, Africans sailed over to uh, America before date Europe. So when you talk about that and you say he discovered America, a lot of that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even even in their civilization, the, the, the idea of even traveling West was because of information that was already given. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but as far as like... Um, You know, like, uh, you know, uh, America and the history of America, sure, it was about, you know, monetizing Mm -hmm. people and, you know, trying to have uh, a way of uh, economic wealth, right, and living off the backs of slaves and other uh, indigenous people that was here. But it's also, you know, once you come out of that... uh, that that era of time where you know slavery was not prevalent in America for income then you have this era of still uh attacking blacks just because we're still here you know mm-hmm. the 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 idea of not um allowing us to f- flourish in society when we are uh creating our own uh wealth in America, you know, you have Tulsa, Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. you have other uh, cities throughout um, America that we were flourishing in. And instead of allowing us our space Mm -hmm. to create, they, uh, you know, the American government or states uh, attacked these cities and destroyed these cities Mm -hmm. and actually uh, massacred these people. So when you talk about that, that has nothing to do with, uh, you know, Money or, you know, that's more of uh uh we,
3: human greed and ego.
1: Well, human greed and ego, but at the same time it's it's more of a fear tactic. Yeah. I mean, well, on, on the a, parts of the uh, you know, Americans. I mean, uh, well, just a the just systemic form
0: of oppression, right. right? It's just like, oh, you're going up, nope, right. let's push exactly. you down.
1: Because it's, you you don't want something that you you never thought that they were mm-hmm. uh Overcome the things that they did, and so when you're seeing that, you're fearing the the uh, the word of uh, you know um, uplifting in that community and overthrowing maybe possibly what you already have established, and so you don't want to lose control. All of this is about control. When you talk about uh, racism in America, that's a control factor that the government or whoever. Uh, uses to maintain some type of leverage over a group of people. Now you have made even if it's not black, it may be Mexican or Puerto Rican or you know Hispanic or uh, Asian or whatever tactic it is. It's like you want to control people, even whites in America, so that you you have a level of um, uh, of uh, you, you know, you, you spread the fear amongst everyone, so that you know uh, whites are afraid to mingle in this certain area, or mm-hmm. Asians only stick with Asians, or you know, communities are divided. You know, mm-hmm. so you don't have a fear sense, yeah, fear the unknown, but also to control those groups, meaning that they're bickering amongst each other, they're not paying attention to what the government's doing to the actual overall, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because overall, if we're paying attention to, like, the things that, let's say, you know, Trump's our president, right? And he's he's got all these accusations about, you know, he's got rape cases out there. Mm-hmm. He's got, you know, um, cases about, you know, he's doing illegal activities in government, stuff like that. And if you're not paying attention to all those things and you're paying attention to, Oh, I don't like Marcus, or I don't like you, and you know, we should be separate and all of these things, then these things deter you from the actual things that should be paid attention to, you know? That's gonna mm-hmm. affect your uh your rights. Because there's a lot of rights that we have that are being um swept away throughout out this time, you know what I'm saying?
0: You know, so, you, what you're saying reminds me of something a friend of mine said, but they were like it was it was it was weird because at first I felt like it was conspiracy theory sounding, but like I mean it makes sense. It's like who benefits from dividing us as a country, and I don't know exactly who does, but like where like follow the money essentially. Who who oh, benefits from keeping us? Yeah, I yeah. know, money. right? No, yeah, and it's money. coming back to you, Marcus. But it's like who's benefiting from us dividing? Because the more that I talk to people, so I do know they're extremists. I know mm-hmm. they're they're yeah. extremists in every group, and mm-hmm. shame on you people. Okay. <laughs> Like, I think the majority of people really care, want to learn about this. I think there's more motivation in this movement this time. Um, but not to say that there have been movements before. There's I always want to like now. There's huh? no
3: sports, there's no concerts. Right. You gotta yeah. sit and me being black today. <laughs> I'm gonna lean into this shit today. Okay. I've been waiting for this day. I didn't think I was gonna see it, but I'm getting all mine. Yeah, I might not deserve it, but guess what? <laughs> Neither do you. Let's go. I got time yeah. today.
1: Yeah, I think that's why, you know, we had so so much support. For this, you know, saying this mm-hmm. uprising because everybody, like you said, everybody's at home. Everybody's, yeah. you know, they're not distracted with sports. They're not distracted with uh, whatever they have. You know, you broke like too because you've been laid
3: off
0: too. Yeah, right. everybody's yeah. been laid off
1: and everybody's frustrated.
0: Maybe everybody's angry. Yeah, everybody's
1: <laughs> angry with what's going on. And yeah. you know, we've been at home for like three, four months straight. It's, and so it gives you,
0: people a lot of time to think, huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so if you're at home and you're watching videos of a man being, uh, you know, his life being taken right in front of your eyes, it's like. You, If you don't react to that, it's something, you know, inhumane about yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's something that you got to think about. So hmm. that helps in the fact that, you know, people ran out into the streets and they, you know, they wanted to voice their opinion. And it wasn't just, I don't think it was just about what happened, but I think that was part of what happened. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people were frustrated before. Mm-hmm. And so that's just a boiling point that you have once you see, you know what I'm saying, an innocent man being... Mm-hmm. Is life taking?
3: And I think technology is technology can never be ignored in any part of civilizations. You know, from Phoenicians giving writing to the Romans to Egypt, more valuable than anything we can understand and and to uh, to really en- en- encompass. Without Egypt, a lot of things wouldn't happen. There is no there is no Greek philosophy, no Socrates, no Plato's, no no whatever without Egypt being that hub of information and circulating that. Over so like we think we we give we give credit to the Greeks and the Romans, but there's none of that out of Africa. If I see one more picture movie with white people being Egyptians, I got I have an extra attitude because I'm sorry. <laughs> Last time I <laughs> checked, it was North Africa, so it's Carthage. Like you know, Hannibal keeps being characterized as somebody from from Italy. I'm sorry. Last time I checked, it was in North Africa. Yeah. Same thing with the more occupants. Like, there is no. There is no renaissance. There is no mm-hmm. come out of the dark age without that 700 years in Spain and the Muslims and Islam and the way they govern the world, how they govern people as humans. Well, there is none of that. So when you leave things out and tell the stories you want to, people are walking blind in their interpretation of what history means. So like it's so important to learn history on your own or find people that are willing to share with you that history that's not told in the structure of any society. But once again, I want school to set up to not help you. School is set up to make you think, "Oh, I need to graduate, get a good job, have a wife, marriage."
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the, you I, no. know that, that's what school is. School is like um, we're going to teach you how to be. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not to actually sharpen whatever it is that's in you, right? To to flourish. You know what I'm saying? It's more so. Okay. Uh, these are the basic skills. That, line. Yeah, it's a line. So once you get out of school, you're used to that, that mind state. So you go into the workforce already prepared for a similarization. You know what I'm saying? And uh, what I was going to say before that. And those
3: that don't <laughs> fall into that shit are the, are the billionaires and millionaires. The J's, the whatever say, okay, I went through mm-hmm. this process. I got these degrees. Still not happy. So I figure out how, how I, I'm going to do me.
1: Right. you I catch mm-hmm. up. But also, you know, when you talk about, you know, history, be, history being rewritten, that's the whole point of, that's the addition to racism, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if I know the true story of, you know, Egypt and, like, the history of, like, information and where it comes from, I want to rewrite that, that story so that it is not uh, highlighted for those who actually come from that place. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to give them... A sense of, you know, um, pride of any sort. So I'm going to rewrite exactly how I I want to be seen amongst, you know, uh, the people that I'm um, dictating this information to. So that's pretty much like a part of, you know, racism in itself. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're being in school and then, you know, generally in school, you, you learn about, you know, uh, great exploration of Europe and how they came to America and all these things. And then you, you have no insight on, you know, the natives who were here already. You, you have no insight on, you know, uh, Africans who might have traveled predate that. Mm-hmm. And you have no information on uh, the culture of, you know, blacks outside of slavery, Mm-hmm. All you know is that they were in bondage. They became slaves. We don't know like the the language that we spoke. We don't know the culture. Jesus is
3: not your God. If you if you right, Jesus. If your Jesus is white with long hair, it's not your Jesus. It's not your religion. Relax. Uh, right. right. So,
0: so I want to transfer. us If you guys are okay with a little bit of future, and I kind of want to ask you something, Sean, too, because I want to make sure I'm giving everybody sorry. a little space. No, you <laughs> guys, you guys are the talkers, and they I are. I tend to be very inclusive. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, but so just to bring us into some future talk, cause I do know like history is a part of this, but like right now is a part of this too. And I guess I'm just curious. Um, so, right, so I do this. So I just want you guys to know when I get like stuck, it's because I'm questioning, am I asking this right? And am I doing this right? And that's part of the process of learning to have these conversations. So um one of the things I want to know from from you, but then you too as well, is what do you see? Are some of the disparities that people are facing every day, like growing up as a child as a black person in this world? Like, in how much time we got? We <laughs> at least have more than an hour, and that's why I want to hear each. I want to hear stories because the reality is, the stories are how people
2: start to learn and, and see. You know. Well, the disparities have they, they started as soon as shit. I probably came out the womb. You know. Um, from our parents and the disparities that they've seen growing up, especially during the Civil Rights era, basically, and it's, history just repeated itself, um, with, you know, health care, how you're treated if you go to the ER, if you're black opposed from being white, you know, um, shit uh, the schooling system public schooling system versus you know county schooling system and you know how textbooks are outdated for blacks opposed to whites growing up you know it, it's just the disparities are substantial as fuck I mean I don't even know we should quote that substantial oh, I'm as sorry. fuck
0: no I love it you're fine you're good girl I just feel like it was quotable Go on though they, they
2: really are but you know that <laughs> But then another side of that is, you know, your parents not knowing any better. So they're thinking that, you know, if if I could just use an example for schooling, my parents, I was a DSEG. I was in a DSEG program and I lived in a black neighborhood and there was a black school down the street from me. Couldn't go there because, you know, I feel like they, my parents either, either knew that I would not get the education as a black A young black person going to these schools in the city as I would if I went to a a school in the county, um, so to speak. Um, So that was already a disparity from, you know, her upbringing, her upbringing. Mm
0: -hmm. So I wanted to give you a better opportunity. She wanted
2: to. But what is that to say? She gave me a better opportunity because I went to school with white people. You know know. what I'm saying? So, you know, (laughs) that whole mindset alone, because, you know, it's some great, Some 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 really great contributions black people have, you know, given to this country that, you know, aren't spoke about unless you go to those schools. So it's almost like we if you if you if I were to come up in a city school predominantly black, I would only learn about the greatness of being black, which is amazing but if I go to the county school I'm only learning about western civilization and I'm being taught racism because I'm seeing how you know the civil rights movement uh, brown versus board versus education you know I, it's just like Rosa Parks
3: sat at the yeah. back of the bus MLK was the nice yeah. guy MLK yeah. was like I might have fucked up with this fucking inclusion <laughs> shit these motherfuckers these, yeah. white, these whites are out of control so these motherfuckers <laughs> rights want to be comfortable <laughs> but your comfort that seasoning you got because he came from us the moderate whites is the fucking problem and I love all the smoke. Oh my God. I'm like, as a black creative, I'm like leaning to all this shit. Get what you, fuck them. Like if you're oh at work where you got white supervisors, lean on them motherfuckers. No one can tell you no. Why not? Fuck it. I, I didn't think to be a liar. But I'm was, leaning to all my shit. I'm coming for all the smoke. I'm king, I'm king of the snow bunnies and I'm leaning to all the motherfuckers smoke. Sorry, it's not about me. No, so so and
0: going. you're fine, but fast. I part of why I want, I want to have these conversations is like, <laughs> I think that, so for for my white listeners listening in, I am having messages very specifically to them. There are some people who've never seen this, who've never heard it. and And I think it's because of some of what you're describing is like we've been isolated and insulated mm-hmm. from that and it's and it's wrong. It's yeah. wrong that we haven't heard both sides of history and it's to me it's really harmful that it's first of all I want to encourage people to grow and learn because it's important to go on that path but at the same time it's like Holy cow, how have you not seen it this whole time? It's not just one person with an isolated incident. Literally every black person you talk to mm-hmm. has If you white hundreds. with no black friends, you
3: missing out on a good time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I, was, I just want people to know there's a million stories. Like it there's so, so many. many. There's so, yeah, it's, it's so
1: many stories. Like you you can't like everybody's gonna have a different story, but it's all gonna come from the same stem. You know, like, yeah. you know, as a black male growing up, when you turn about 11 or 12 you become like a criminal in America yeah you know you you can't go somewhere with your without your parent without somebody looking at you as if oh he's gonna rob the store yeah. he's gonna steal some candy or something like that or they're just looking at you like while you're around and it's like you don't you don't understand what that is until you get maybe 14 15 because you're you know you take it in or you feel the the energy of it but to actually understand it you you know you get a little older and you're like oh this is racism you know yeah. but as a as a kid growing up you know you're you know all kids are cute when you're when you're little but when a young black male is old enough to stand on his own and mm-hmm. move around in the city on his own <clears throat> And you go to certain places and you're just being looked at like as soon as you open the door and it's like you're not there with your parents and whatever. You're just trying to be a kid. And you're just trying to go maybe to the arcade or something mm-hmm. at the mall. And when you walk into the mall, the security guards following you and you like not paying attention to that because you know, you're a kid. You're just doing what kids do. You're like, Oh man, let's get to the let's go to the arcade, you know, or whatever you you're yeah, eager to go just do. Just do
0: whatever the fuck and, you wanna right,
1: do, right? right? But then you're being followed and you being, you know people are calling different people because you're here you know mm-hmm. and then it's like you you start to take notice of that and every time you come out now you're watching your back you're like is this dude watching me or is this lady you know what what the fuck is wrong with her you know mm-hmm. like and it's like you have all these issues and you you didn't create it you know what I'm saying yeah. you you're just here to be like you said, a teenager a kid you know mm-hmm. you're growing up you just want to enjoy yourself that's why you're out on the weekend but
0: I'll close it. It's a sound machine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you you, you can't have you Marcus
0: can't, entered and left left and entered the room. Can't anything. Yeah, Need but them. you know, like these are
1: these are like some of the things that you know kids go to, not just uh, black males, but black females as well, mm-hmm. because it's like we're all put into this to this box of their problems. You know what I'm saying? When they come mm-hmm. into uh, yep. a room or arena. Even like in high school, like you get to a certain age and you're coming to class and before you are even spoke to, you're being singled out as, or oh, I could tell you're going to be uh, a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, sit here or, or step outside. or You what? just walked into the room. Yeah. yeah. I've been in mag- I, I've been in class. Like in high school or many of times, I walked in a class for the first time and, you know, a couple of people in class might be like, hey, I haven't seen you all summer, right? And they're like, hey, or whatever. And the teacher looks up and like, who's this guy? Mm -hmm. What's your name? Why are you, you know, oh, no, I could tell that you're going to be, you know, an issue for me or something like that. And I'm like, I ain't even did shit. Like, I don't even know you. You don't Mm -hmm. even know me, you know? And so that's, that's a lot of conflicts that we have growing up is that we're criminalized. It's always worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, and
0: to add, I've been reading. So I've been reading.
1: I've been <laughs> when reading. When Angela reads, it's a bad. Thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've been reading about that criminalization of the black male and how how we're doing it as a society, how we do it in the way that we put like headlines headlines yeah. onto yeah. articles. Yeah. Um, so I've recently been reading more of good black news, um, partially because <coughs> of. How do of you get that? I'm, so I'm working
3: really I hard. To, I, see good, I, see, <laughs> I see you wearing that dress, girl. I see you <laughs> trying to get together proud of you <laughs> I've been watching oh I've been taking, <laughs> taking notes uh, I have a whole notebook of the oh
0: white gosh. to say <laughs> he always drives me nuts but okay so here's the thing <laughs> so like uh, so I, I was reading this article because I'm reading a lot and uh, I can't remember the it was somebody who's like creating that good black news so I can't remember her name but she was posting it. like one thing she does is she changes the headlines and changes the pictures like even in the way that we put black people uh-huh. into the headlines we are trying to make them look more violent we're trying to look look more like criminals. And it's not, it's not real. Like, you know, I I feel like it's, it's, I, I, I must sound like a crazy person, but I feel like it. there is, it. I feel like there are extremist groups that are trying to make this group look worse than it actually is because there's not as much rioting as, as people think there is. And I, I don't think it's people in the movement. I think it's extremist. Mm-hmm. I think it's opportunist. And I actually think it's white supremacists. Because
3: well, white yeah. supremacists do for business. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, All those other business, those are financial choices they make. Because yeah. I've
0: been in those, I've been, my daughter went to a protest. Like we were there. It was peaceful. We walked. We we talked to each other. We did socially distance because there's still a pandemic. <laughs> but like right. we were It's peaceful. Like I'm seeing it. And like, I'm also seeing the stories of people who are starting peaceful, but that are getting that are getting violently attacked by police officers. And it's like, wait, where is this? And it's basically as an entire society, we are making specifically the black male look like a criminal. And so as a result, as an entire system, a teacher like that from those messages that they're growing up with, think Oh, there's something wrong with this person. That's, oh, you better be careful. Like, be, mm-hmm. and uh, it's yeah. hard to see.
1: Well, you know what it is? Is, it, you know, what you see on TV, you believe. So, like, if you're watching movies mm-hmm. or you watching like programming, that's always programming, and you're seeing blacks as criminals in a movie or, mm-hmm. you know, Go some, chains, some type of. Teeth. Right, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so, when you see this figure come towards you in reality, you're like, oh shit that's that's the bad guy As from a the human show you draw from that yeah, yeah. you draw from that so yeah. you know it's just like social engineering you know it's like it's I'm, covert you're right. it wasn't. Yeah. it
3: wasn't its on purpose it's right. how the machine was built
1: right. yeah. it's, it's. I'm teaching right. you how to react to these people without ever being around these people so mm. subconsciously, we all do it, you know. Like even like when um nine eleven happened, right? So you know now you have Muslims or, or or Middle Easterns, you know they're walking around, and then people are demonizing them without even knowing them. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh mm-hmm. shit, there's another fucking Muslim because the frameworks you know? already
3: built for they got there, so they take yeah. that the same framework for treating yep. black people. Oh, we just. <laughs> Put it on them now. You the new Negroes until we're done. We we'll go back to our usual Negroes. But right now, you're the Negroes. we are watching out for.
1: Yeah, and and, it, and like if you look through history, it's done through like even in comic books. Like you might see like uh, if you go back to the 50s or like when we were going to like we were in World War One and two. You know they had
3: After America. Shout out Caesar.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he and he's like fight fighting Asians and v- mm-hmm. Vietnamese, and he and they're the enemy then. Or then you you fast forward and then maybe. Uh, Somebody else is the, the the villain for what America sees as being demonic or what they're fighting against. You know what I'm saying? But so,
3: you, you only can draw from what you're experiencing. So if I'm right. a white comic book creator and I'm living the white life, right. and you tell me the the the, the 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 opponents are these people of color, well, I'm going to put this shit in a fucking comic book. Right. That's the point of having people in different rooms. Like, As much as I've made it to this point because I was never welcomed – into the black community as it was set up then. So I go, I go where I'm appreciating, I tolerate it. So what? I was like, cool, fuck it. Let's go. But, but that but that moment, I'm not gonna cut you off it's mm-hmm. to allow me to get to this point. Yeah. If I didn't go through that then, I couldn't be here today to have the conversation to be more yeah. more in depth than maybe people around mm-hmm. me. So like I can go into a whole tirade about a whole bunch of shit. I had a time <clears> and no distractions to learn the books and to the documentaries to explain my old history. I had no idea. So I was like 30. To, oh, shit. Well, I'm dope as a motherfucker. Like, I'm deep in Egypt. Like, Egypt is the easy one to go to because it's convenient. But even in understanding, like, if you are a white person in 1892, you see these beautiful black faces and in, in pyramids from 5,000 years ago pre-white Jesus. Even that's the conversation we'll get back to I don't know if we have time for all of it but right. go to pre-white Jesus but the point is why Jesus I love how people love facts they pick and choose what fact they want to understand so like I am not as fuck I don't need I like, y- y'all need me I don't need y'all my season been good
1: for way before y'all got here but yeah. I get it it's business Carry on, everybody. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, like, like what Cecil. I mean, not Cecil, but <laughs> <laughs> what Marcus said. I love
0: how Sean responds. You're like, no, just like he's just on a rant. He's
1: <laughs> no, always on a But like, rant. What, what, what Marcus was saying about you know uh, not being accepted in, in, in and within our own community, we have that. Uh, we have that as well because it's like the same visualizations that For white people white. have, huh? For you talk white. I talk white. <laughs> that's what they say. Like, if you. Oh, yeah. you oh know, that's say, an example. Oh, yeah. no, I got you. It's an example no, of a no, way to, like, yeah. invalidate right, you. Right, right. But, you okay. know, like, we have the same things that uh, we see, and we have prejudice amongst each other because we're watching the same thing that white people are watching the same programming mm-hmm. that's against us. We see that, and we feel the same elements. So it's like. Um, when we see, like, a young black male comes around, it could be, like, five of them or four of them. They're just, like, being kids, probably coming from the, the basketball court or something. Like, we're visualizing them the same way that other races are visualizing them because we've been told this is what this is who they are. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, like, Marcus was saying, in our community, we may even uh, not accept our own people, because of these same reasons, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So we have to go outside of our community and try to find that uh, support,
3: find that tribe. Cause yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, as a human being, you want be to be you want to be accepted by people mm-hmm. that treat you like a person. So like when your people that share your same skin tone does not understand how to articulate your your growth because you didn't come under the same level of oppression. Like I was I was raised in Central situation so like my mom is a shooter, but like she gave me room to grow. So like I was able to go to Brentwood. And say, damn, I don't fit in with the black kids because I don't live that far north, mm-hmm. but I live close enough to the counties where they can come swoop in. And I, I'm the token to say, okay, oh, I got to be the best Negro I can be and make the most of it. That was like, I feel like I'm missing. I, I was always had a, a gap of like, I'm missing something. I don't know what I'm missing. My mom is who she is. She's a single mother, her rating two kids. So I can't. I used to lean on her like, "Why are you not at my football games? You had to work because like I don't have my pa- I don't have two parents. My mom has to be at work, so she can't be at my football games, track meets, basketball games, and it bothered me in high school for way long. I couldn't comprehend. Like I'm seeing Evan and Katie and Luke, mom here. They got on T-shirts and shit. Why my mom out here? And they would really turn me apart. I understand, Oh, different set of rules. You only got one income. You no, can't be here
0: real quick because I think you guys told your stories, but you didn't tell yours. And I'm just tracking back. So one of the questions I asked a while ago was, "What are some of your personal stories of? I mean, essentially oppression and like the because part of when people hear what it looks like, it's in,
3: that's what helps people drive it home. I, I never had it overtly. No one came for me for the smoke. Like I was able to navigate the water because I'm a big guy. I'm fresh And I was able to navigate No one pressured me To being something I wasn't So my mom said These are the ground rules And live your life So I went to Brentwood From middle school To high school I just navigated Through all different circles (laughs) I hated the athletes To the artists To upperclassmen Lowerclassmen So I was like Okay cool I'm gonna figure out how How I fit in I just embraced it No one ever oppressed me To say damn Am I black? I am black, but I'm cool. Like, I was able to sort of make it through high school. It wasn't until, like, I graduated college. I said, like, no, I need something. The, the, the voice in me was like, this ain't enough. Like, mm-hmm. there's something out there you really need to figure out. So, like, I just started finding books. I just sort of watched documentaries. Like, some said, I, I don't know my, what, what black is. I don't know what this is. Let me, I had the time. I had no distractions. So, I spent time researching things I wasn't taught album I'm a con major. Nothing in con major had to do with anything about me. It was just the the generic version of communication but like when you spend time understanding communication goes way deeper than it's been taught like oh okay. So like I don't have any any uh, any examples of like me having a moment of like you're black, remember that. It was like, "Oh, I hang with the whites. I'm the, I'm the I'm the black guy that makes everybody feel good good times." And that mm-hmm. was like no that's just something it's just something inside of me say there's there's more i've 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 maxed out on being that guy, mm-hmm. and I was like in the college like and i was a, i graduated twenty five so like I was adult I was always mature beyond my circles mm-hmm. I was always the one that made good decisions for like we should leave i was always the adult in the room mm-hmm. I know i know I, I know, I know.
0: Now? Now? Oh, hey,
3: uh, uh, oh. Hey, messy <laughs> baby. Marcus has reverted. Messy <laughs> oh, I'm out here now.
0: Alright, if you guys don't mind me kind of transitioning a little bit, um, something that's been really, I guess, plaguing me in some ways is like, all right, so we all we all know as a community about the Black Lives Matter movement, but the part that is just like inciting me, I don't know what the right word is, is like the, the the dismissive responses that I hear in the community and in Facebook. So like Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, or like something else, or um, like basically it's in the rhetoric. It's in the political rhetoric to dismiss everything about what what this movement is trying to accomplish. And so I'm I'm actually curious like what actually happens for you, all of you, when you when you hear that, when you see that, like,
2: I don't know, what's your struggle? I'll go with you because I haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> so all lives matter. I mean, people I mean, you don't you never have to say that because when it comes to the the majority whites, obviously, you know, white lives matter. When they say blue lives matter, it's like Y'all can say that fine, but when it comes to saying Black Lives Matter is such an issue, like, why is it an issue? You know how much shit been done to Black people? We mm-hmm. have the right to say our lives matter too, mm-hmm. you know? So when I, when I see our lives matter, I get hella annoyed because that's the fucking obvious. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that, but Black people not fucking included. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say Black Lives Matter, and when I see somebody who says our lives matter, it's just like, that's so stupid. I don't understand why people don't understand that concept. Well, I kind of do because a lot of people are ignorant and they don't, you know, know the knowledge of, you know, where we come from. And, you know, the whole All Lives Matter, I feel like it's so oblivious. It's like, you know, fucking All Lives Matter, but black lives ain't included in that. So that's Mm -hmm. why it's the outcry. That's why it's the hashtag. That's why it's the protest, because if if it was Black Lives Matter, Black Lives wouldn't be hanging from trees, you know, in 2020, or, you know, we wouldn't be getting killed by the police, or, you know, like... And getting no justice, and getting no fucking justice. So, yeah. I get so annoyed when I hear people say all lives opposed to Black Lives, because you obviously know all lives matter, but we have not been shown that our lives matter yet. Mm hmm What are your thoughts on it, Free?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way, like, when, you know... If you you're putting all lives matter it means that well it, it means to me that you know you're just really uh offended at the fact that i'm voicing my my, my I'm, I'm i'm making a statement of you know uh of our lives being taken yeah. so i feel like that's more so the issue it's like we all know that everybody's life matters Mm-hmm. On this planet. But it's not, it, you know, when you, when you go against the obvious, because it's obvious that we're being killed. It's obvious that we're being attacked and we're being targeted. So when you go against the obvious, that just tells me that in your mindset, black lives to you are not important. Mm-hmm. And you're probably, nine times out of ten, you have some type of race issue that you're not either uh, admitting To yourself or you're not wanting to be out in the open about and so you use the tag all lives matter to voice that instead of Mm -hmm. being outright racist and saying I don't care about black lives you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. because that's really what I'm hearing when I see all lives matter I'm like oh so you you're gonna act like you didn't see this black man get killed or black woman get shot or and now you're gonna say all lives matter which it's not a factor that anybody's arguing. It's just the fact that this black life has been taken. So, like when that's... yeah,
0: like nobody's fighting you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. like th- right. that's we're not, just asking you to notice, right? Yeah. We're, we're
1: just, uh, you know, saying highlighting the fact that you know we're being taken mm-hmm. and we're we're not being and there's no repercussions behind it. You know, mm-hmm. people are not up in arms, which I feel like any when you see, even if it's not the police, if you see someone on social media get shot, you should have some type of remorse or sympathy for that. And mm-hmm. if you don't, it's like, what type of human being are you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's just the thing. It's like, I don't think all lives matter is when when that's being put up, I think that's more of a a stance of I'm against mm-hmm. your black uh, you know, uh cause yeah. or just flat out. So that's that's what I see when I see it.
0: What happens for you, Marcus?
1: <laughs> I'm glad you came around
3: to me. <laughs> I was, and I wanted it to be very um, oh directive. Marcus?
0: Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you think, Marcus? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have oh, end- identities
3: built around lies, hard to see the truth. So if I'm being raised around a bunch of lies or convenient, it's hard to be embraced with the truth. So people who have identities built around lies, but think- assuming that. Your mom is who she thinks she is. Your mom and married your dad for 30 years, but they hate each other. But you think it's a beautiful relationship. So you're trying to recreate the lie your parents told you. If you believe your Italian is now white, because at a point your Italian ancestry was being, you was a Negro too, but evolved for financial reasons to be, oh, you're one of the whites now. You're not Irish, you're one of the whites. And we embrace your St. Patrick's Day, your ethnic joy. But you was one of us too, but now we've we, 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 we remixed it for financial reasons. So, like, we had to start at the macro level of saying we found a financial, financial value for incorporating to this whiteness that was built off of a financial system to begin with. And so now I'm attacking your identity. So when people say all lives matter, it says I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice my identity – Obliged to speak to embrace your truth because mm-hmm. my, now I have to question my mom, my dad, my aunt. I have to question everything I was learned. Now I'm 30. I'm settled. I've, I've won the white Olympics. I've won all the other white tokens to be in this situation. I was born a manager. I'm white. <laughs> All I gotta do is <laughs> show up. I'm a man on the phone. like, right. no, what is just going on? Like, so now, when I say Black Lives <laughs> Matter, I'm questioning your entire identity as a human being. And what they re-, re-, re- what about black on black crime? That does with proximity to who I'm around. If I live in a white neighborhood and my mm-hmm. neighbor was white, he pissed me off he getting fucked up too, not because he's white, because he's close.
0: Right. I actually want to mention that percentage because it's being used incorrectly. Absolutely. So every race kills more of its own race because most murder and violence is intimate partner violence. Right. And yep. So Amen. it's actually like, so more white people kill white people, more right. black people kill black people, more Hispanics kill it's more not Hispanics. Just black and it whites. has nothing to do with black people being more harmful, more criminalized. It mm-hmm. has to do with wh- where that statistic comes from. Yep. So I get very angry about that statistic because it's mm-hmm. being misused to dismiss the entire movement. That's so true. Right. I
2: agree with
0: that. Because
3: the editor's choosing to go with that headline, everything is chosen to say, I'm going to choose that headline because that headline gave me advertisers mm-hmm. to keep paying for me to have this show. Mm-hmm. So we're back to back to follow the money. So Black Lives Matter, when it comes to Our Lives Matter, I say, so how do you understand history? Before I get emotional, and fuck up your life let me know where you starting at because I can dictate how that progresses conversation to at least a reasonable level where I can be okay leaving there so what was the question?
0: It's okay (laughs) because I can bring (laughs) it around if you (laughs) can't Marcus
3: (laughs) So but, it's
0: a it's about what what happens. I mean, but that you're just you're showing it, right? So when you hear somebody when you're saying black lives matter and you hear somebody say all lives matter, oh, my this is what I happens. You is you but kinda like, get angry I and you feel like you're going to tailspin. You, yeah. Right? Like, not stop what being
3: black. You can stop being a fucking cop. That's a choice. That's a job. The 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 the, the equation of blue lives t-shirts and blue lies, the whole yeah. organ of the business around being an officer, you can quit being an officer and you'll still be. Jacob, Evan, Kyle, uh motherfucking Tyler. Peyton. Sorry. Peyton. <laughs> Pick a white name. <laughs> you can be that when you quit being a cop. I can't stop being black and I wouldn't right. want to. I would never quit from this job. And I love it. And I hate the equal I hate seeing those blue live flag matter flags. That's that sounds cute. when you get that? Oh, I know. After some black shit happened. Sounds like sounds like America to me. Right. You're not gonna mm-hmm. you're not gonna gas me up because you it's a, it's a reaction to you not understand that I'm a human being. Without right. me, there is no you. I season my chicken and I clean and I wash it. I mean, you don't. I don't want your mayo. White Isis, no thank you. Why? Why? All right,
2: so, Sorry, later, no, you're I'm fine. I want to like.
0: <laughs>
3: It's okay. (laughs) Just to
0: describe, I mean, but like it's, you're showing it earlier. I described this is the emotional inside, what it looks like. You're just putting it out there and I want people to see (coughs) that. Like, this is what happens. You break down, you get confused and then you just get angry. And I want to talk about what's actually happening. It's a systemic form of abusing black Mm. people and what it looks like just to put it out. Like I've been, I've been really like breaking this shit down for myself because I'm like, this is what's happening and this is why it's happening. So when, when somebody says Black Lives Matter and you meet it with All Lives Matter, it's a complete dismissal of somebody who's in pain. And so like, I'm a therapist. I work with people in pain all the damn time. It's kind of my job. (laughs) Thank you. So anyhow, but like, so what... um, So somebody's in pain in front of me and it's my job to validate, to help them have a voice to empower them. And essentially we have the black community crying out in pain saying, hey, like get on board. This is bad stuff. Can you see this? Can you finally see it? There's a video right here. It's like in plain day, right? And so, When somebody says all lives matter, it's a complete dismissal of the person crying out in pain. And so different versions of this is like somebody with breast cancer, breast cancer matters. All cancers matter. Go, you know, essentially go fuck off. Right. Uh, You know, like, um, I don't know, there were so many of different different visuals of this thing matters and it's like, well, everything matters. Oh, like your father, when I saw it, was like, my father passed away. Well, all fathers passed away. Like everybody's father's gonna right. die. Why I do you right. care? What you wearing? Is that
3: a bitch? Like what the right. fuck does that mean?
0: <laughs> Dismissing is a form of abuse. It is. It's what? a form of abuse and it's a way that we have in a political rhetoric given permission for people to abuse yep. the black community.
1: But, also with that like when you say like yeah the black community is abused people and usually abusers you when someone's abused you you tell them you usually try to get the abuser locked up or you try to get them away yep. from the the person that's being abused but for the black community we we have to be amongst the government or you know those who oppress us so it's yeah, like, like you know we we to deal with that abuse, we're, we're constantly living in a society where it's like, okay, am I going to get stoned today? Or am I going to get, you know what I'm saying? It's like if you were a woman who were beat for like 15 years and then you're going out amongst uh, the same person who uh, beat you for 15 years.
3: born into PTSD. You're born yeah. into it if yeah. you don't know. Yeah.
1: Right. So it's like. People don't understand that, you know, this. we're, we're working through trauma every day. You know, we're, we're a whole community that's working through the trauma of racism in America. And it's like we don't have the luxury to work through that with someone who's actually trying to help us. Mm-hmm. Instead, you know, we work through it through all the bullshit that we you know get thrown our way. you know what I'm saying, so like when you see you see black people going throughout their day and they're you know we're at a peaceful point, but then something racist happens to us, and then you see us blow up it's because we're we're dealing with trauma every day of living in a society that's against us that abuses us either v- verbally, physically or subconsciously or backdooring it or however it's done, but then when it ha- when it comes to us, uh, you know, when we confront it, no one likes the way that we, uh, you know, if it's if it's violent or if it's verbal or whatever it is, it's like. Uh, we shouldn't have done it in that type of. Uh, mm-hmm. That's regard. another form of dismissal. Like you, you shouldn't have right. done it this way,
0: or if, why didn't yep. you do it this way? Like controlling right. how you try to speak up for yourself, mm-hmm. but that's exactly. part of keeping people oppressed. Yep.
1: Right, exactly.
3: And there's whites that want to. They love the party, but want to love the struggle. Don't party with me, and then when some shit happen, you can't be found. <laughs> I checked that shit at the door, so make sure if you want to have a good time, that's fine. But if some shit happens to me; you better fucking show up. I'm taking, t- I'm keeping notes. You will be held accountable on, on Marcus Boston's uh, tally, that's
2: and this is what it is. Like, it is. Like I've,
3: I've met those that want to have a good time, and hey, I got a black friend; it's cool. Blah, 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 blah. Oh well, fuck that. Women, a uh, white woman, love to play around, love love, love a good time. But make sure you don't forget when your mouth's empty. I need to show up and, and open that motherfucker up and check your mom, auntie, granddad, whatever. It's baffling. You, you got to hold people accountable when it happens. Fuck that emotion shit. If I got a question, I want make sure you feel comfortable. asking me any questions about my culture you want to know. Just say it. I'll, I'll, I'll guide you through. I have a hard time with that too. Like black people, like we have to allow white people to ask us questions, and maybe we don't know. We should learn too. Like if you, if you don't know how to answer the question, your emotions take the most of you. Now you being. Um, you you said you're making the environment hostile, so now they're like, oh, shit, I'm scared to ask a question now. So now, that white person that yeah. wanted to embrace or learn is scared to ask a question because you didn't have an answer. You felt some type of way about it. I'm here for the smoke. You can find me, ask me any questions. We had a conversation because I because I spent time understanding. If I let you understand what's going on, you can run off and be the Jesus you want to be. You can just You can spread the gospel of a conversation that I can't spread because your friends will open op, open arms to you that wouldn't see me. They'll see me with whatever characterization or a stereotype they know of me, but I can give you the information from me. You can spread on and I can come out behind you and explain. So everyone's had to be responsible for moving us forward and embracing those that want to make the change. Cause I know I can do so only so much in this in this skin tone, but if I can empower you with information to help the people that looks at embrace your own to embrace your friends, let's go.
1: Well that's the that's the miseducation of America. Like mm-hmm. you it starts in school. Like when you're in school and you're learning like history and you are learning, you know, uh, you know, civil war or whatever. You're like the, the whole conversation of race is not touched upon. You know what I'm saying? Like usually your teacher's like, Oh, okay, we're not gonna do that right now or you know, Civil War space rights. No, yeah, it's about like,
3: slavery, it's my business.
1: Yeah, but it's is 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 basically uh, communication and being able to hear each other's dialogue, and that's never been um, a door that's been open that I've known to be open where everybody's having, you know, civil a uh, conversation about how they feel about whatever, race relations, mm-hmm. in, a, in a classroom setting or even in a um, work environment. You know, I don't I don't recall ever being in an environment where this has been, you know, the dialogue was sat down and everybody had their voice to, a, you know, opinionate. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, in America, the communication level is not open, not, not just for race, but like, you know... Uh, you know, uh, male, female, feminism, or you know, just like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh,
0: just the tough taboo conversations, right? Really? Right. Yeah,
1: we don't have, we don't have that. The we human, don't have that human aspect. conversations. Yeah, oh, yeah, we don't have those conversations mm-hmm. because those conversations are not allowed. And because
3: people don't want to get their feelings hurt. Fuck your feelings. Like, put that shit over here. <laughs> But, Let's have a, a conversation as amongst adults. a therapist adults. who cares about
0: people's feelings, I would say <laughs> it's, it's time, fine it's to, to have your, your feelings. feelings. Let's it's learn ha, to a, work a, with them. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, don't think it, I don't even think it's about
1: feelings. I think it's more That's so- That's why so I'm ab-
0: the therapist. It's all right. It's,
1: it's, uh, <laughs> it's more so about regulating people's ideas. Because if you're not having those conversations, then it's easier for me to regulate the ideas for you. So I'm going to mm. give you the idea that you should have instead of you having that conversation with everyone else amongst each other and working it out. So I'm going to give you as, whether it's the media, you know, the news, you, you're going to see it and you're going to be delivered information, whether or not it's true or not, because this is what I want you to have. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, being in, um, you know, your social studies class or whatever class, communication class, and you're having dialogue about race or you're having dialogue about, you know, uh, feminism or, you know, civil rights, you um, I'm dictating to you ideas and stereotypes that you're going to live with throughout your life. They're either going to be subconsciously set into, you know, uh, the structure of society or, you know what I'm saying, you're just going to have prejudices or racist uh thoughts about those amongst you or sexist thoughts about women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so these are these are the problems that we have and it stems from our education system because the government has already decided a curriculum for us to have. So in that mm-hmm. curriculum, you already know we have race relations problems. Why would that not be part of uh, a better education for all of us, right?
0: Just to start to finish this off, first, I want to let everybody listening in know why I want to have these conversations. And it speaks to something you were talking about, Free, and that's that we don't have these conversations. We're, right. we're not given the language, we're not given the comfort, even as I started having, so this isn't my first conversation about race today. and. I even found myself struggling with like, how do I, whoa, like, am I saying it right? Am I going to fuck this up? And, and like that internal struggle is a very real struggle for not just me, but for multiple people trying to sit down and have this conversation with their friends online, with their friends in person, with colleagues in, in like professional settings at schools. And what needs to happen is we need to have these conversations. We need to have them often and frequently, and we all need to be taught how to have them in a way that's. Civil, respectful, understanding, willing to learn. Putting, I won't say, I'm not going to go straight for what you said because I do care about feelings, but it's like being able to learn to own that you have feelings, but not let those feelings stop you or close yeah, you off time to place. new information. I'm not your feelings, but it's no, time I to know place. what you're yeah. saying. I'm just messing with you because I have therapy ways of saying stuff. <laughs> but no, like your feelings are important, but you can't let your feelings stop you from taking in information. And that's where I see like in many ways, people just shutting down instead of being able to hear each other. And so I wanna thank you guys all for coming and talking. And I'm just asking for, I guess, a final thought, Um, hopefully a hopeful one, but (laughs) if it's not, that's okay because we are where we are, you know? But like, what is a final thought that you want anybody who's listening in to hear about what we've been talking about, what you want for our future? I'm leaving it really broad. Marcus, you go first. Girl, I'll,
2: I didn't go last. <laughs> Let me go last. Let me get my thoughts together. Oh,
0: uh, okay, okay. Uh, what what are you two?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess the final thought would be, you know, what can white people do to um, kind of attack systematic racism head on in a, in a way that, you know, that, that involves them learning, you mm-hmm. know, being educated about the black community. Um, it really starts at home. I mean... Racism is taught. <clears throat> so if you have kids, teach your kids about diversity, and you know, teach your kids, you know, that you know, just make sure they're open and they're not closed minded. Don't teach them, don't teach racism. It's as easy as having a, a little girl who has a white dog, get her a black doll too, or another, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a doll that's of color. I feel like it really starts at home, um, seeking the knowledge on your own. Because if you don't seek the knowledge, you know you won't you you won't, you, you, you you won't learn it. Um know about the people that you're killing and attacking and oppressing. I feel like because you don't know and you're only learning what you've learned from your family or, you know, from and what they learn from, you know, people before them, you're gonna continue this behavior of racist acts and you know, <clears throat> it's gonna be a, a downward spiral forever if you don't take the initiative to you know Stop it Right now okay. What about You f- Free
1: well, <laughs> well you know Like you know we, we live in America America is a melting pot And if you're Of that You know uh, You know It's it's multiple cultures in America. You know, there's not one culture. It's not one race. So it's like, if you're living in America and you don't want to know about all these cultures that have come to America to make up America, then, like, you're doing yourself a disservice. So you got to understand, like... Find find things that's outside of yourself to bring a broader understanding to those around you because that's you know whether it's religion or just cultural or just you know things outside of just food I mean we all take in different cultures food you know ethnicity, and we enjoy those, but we need to uh all enjoy each other's cultural uh Uh, positives. Mm -hmm. And when you start to reach out for those and start to maybe go to like art museums and history museums and, and start to educate yourself on other cultures outside of whatever you've been taught, then that's when you'll start having a broader understanding and appreciation for other people. And that's something that I feel that it's not being done in our society enough because it just shows you know mm-hmm. when you when you go out or like if i'm if i'm in mid america it may not be as prevalent as the coastal you know you go on the coast and you got all these people mingling and mixing around and they they appreciate other cultures and they mingle with other cultures but when you come into like mid america you know and people live in their little niche oh. and they don't want to go outside of their niche and they don't want to learn anything new but change is Uh, the most positive thing that you can have in your life, whether it's good or bad. And so people need to uh, factor that in. So that's my view.
0: Okay. What's your final thought, Marcus?
3: If your circle is homogeneous, means everyone's around you look like you, ask yourself why you're not embracing human curiosity. Diversity is in strength. So if everything around you look like you, that's black and white. If your entire circle look like you, you're missing out on a lot of opportunities to grow as a person because if you're not growing, you're dying. So if you see everyone around you look like you have the same lack of opinion, you're not, you didn't do the service to your own self. So I'm always mindful of like the human curiosity to learn. I don't know. You'll never know enough, but like the, the, you have hunger of being uncomfortable, embraced uncomfortable. So like Mm -hmm. if you're choosing to be around people that agree with you because you're being selfish and you're not trying to grow and you're not, you're not making the most of your time on this earth. Every This time is, we don't know when we can check out, but like diversify your circle and don't be so so, be so homogeneous to seeing everyone around you look like you and have the same opinion. And make the most of it because you're missing out on the best things of life is not about you. And don't be afraid of asking the question you don't know. Just ask it. And then you can go from there. Don't be so um, afraid to live your best life Why you got it? So uh, my biggest thing is like diversify your your circle and just stretch it out. Because if you're comfortable, you're not growing.
2: Mm -hmm. And you grow within
3: you grow within uncomfortability. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Diversity is key. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Thank you all for joining me, and thank you for everyone who's listened in and challenged themselves to keep listening, even if the ideas were outside of your comfort zone. I, I challenge all of you to keep listening and keep learning because this is a journey for every person. And I really want to encourage everyone to take that journey, all of you. Um, this has been Angela Skirtu, and I've been speaking with Marcus Boston. You want? To, you guys can do your quick. <laughs> you know, you got to do your spiels. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am Marcus on this, Miss Boston. Welcome to the Mob Podcast, Poppy. I have uh, follow me on <laughs> Cognac Corner. Uh social audience, um, Marcus M what's what's my shit? Never mind. You find me where I'm at. I'll put
0: the links on <laughs> yeah, the show. It's fine. It's uh, fine.
3: <laughs> hey, I've been it's been a long day. Yeah, you know where to find me. All right. <laughs> Won't forget to smile. Any final links for people if they you want them to
0: find uh, you? Yeah,
1: my name is Free Skull, but I go by free. Uh you can follow me on all social media outlets at FreebirdSco. Um and you wanna go?
2: And thank you for having us, Angela. I appreciate this conversation. Um, I'm S. You can find me at the S.Experience Experience LLC on IG and follow me on any platform that you can stream a podcast at the S. Experience Podcast. Excellent.
0: And you can find me at www.therapistinsaintlouis.com. This has been the About Sex Podcast at www.aboutsexpodcast.com. Stay kinky, St. Louis. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>